This is Shi'ar Jeshub, a Bible study program coming from the church of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be listening to the conclusion of a sermon taught by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, as part of his Through the Bible series on Heavenly Authority. The focus has been on the additional apostles mentioned in the New Testament other than the Twelve. Before we return to the message, I would like to encourage you to visit our redesigned website for serious Bible study and information important to the Christian community. The address is www.shiarjashub.org and Isaiah 7 verse 3 will give you the proper spelling of Shi'ar Jashub. In the last program, Pastor Greg had read the greeting in 1 Thessalonians, which says, Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians. Pastor then proceeded to give the background of Silvanus, also known as Silas, and Timothy. He started with Acts chapter 15 and Silas, a leading man among the Jerusalem church, being selected as one of those to bring the Jerusalem decree to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. Here now is Pastor Greg Scalzo with the conclusion of the Sunday message. Later in verse 30, you read how they go to Antioch together. They deliver the letter from James, from Peter. And then verse 31, And when they had read it, they rejoiced over its encouragement, the church in Antioch. 32, Now Judas and Silas themselves being prophets also. So now we know that Silas is a prophet. Exhorted and strengthened the brethren with many words. And after they stayed there for a time, they were sent back with greetings from the brethren to the apostles. And here the apostles mean the twelve. However, it seemed good to Silas to remain there. So Silas stays. Silas, a prophet, a Jew, one of the prominent members of the early church, stays at Antioch, as does Paul and Barnabas. And then when you have the split between Paul and Barnabas over Mark, and Paul goes out on the second missionary journey, you read that in verse 40, but Paul chose Silas and departed, being commended by the brethren to the grace of God. And he goes on the second missionary journey, not with Barnabas, but with Silas. And tremendous things happen. You remember they were imprisoned at Philippi, right? And they pray and they sing, and the earthquake happens and the jail Cell, the doors are open, and there's a great earthquake. And Silas played an important role in the early Christian work. And again, we don't know when he was converted. He's just part of the early church. Timothy, uh, in Acts chapter 16, you read, on the second missionary journey, he came to Derby and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there named Timothy the son of a certain Jewish woman who believed, but his father was Greek. 
He was well spoken of by the brethren who were at Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted to have him go with him, and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in that region, for they all knew that his father was Greek. And uh, as they went through the cities, they delivered to them the decrees to keep, which were determined by the apostles and elders at Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in the faith and increased in number daily. Timothy is younger than Paul. Paul often refers to him, as we read before, as a son, beloved and faithful son in the Lord, 1 Corinthians chapter 4. True son in the faith, 1 Timothy 1-2. And you know he's younger because if you go to 1 Timothy chapter 4, he says to him in verse 12, Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Do not, do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of hands of the eldership. So here you have the next generation, this young Timothy, like a son to Paul. He's a young man, and he's saying, don't let anyone despise you for your youth. Clearly, it's not someone that was around back in the time of the resurrection. And we're told that there's prophecies about his ministry. If you go back to chapter 1, verse 18, this charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. According to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. There were prophecies about Timothy. His mother, his grandmother were believers. And from a very early age, the Lord had his hands upon Timothy. And Paul saw it right away when he met Timothy. And that's why he wants him to come with them. In 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 6, he says to him, Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Paul, almost like Elijah with Elisha taking the cloak, he takes, he lays hands upon Timothy. And we know the elders were involved at one point laying hands upon Timothy. And there are prophecies about Timothy. And in 2 Timothy 4.5, he says to him, But you be watchful in all things, endure inflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. So we know, just like Silas is a prophet, that Timothy has the call of an evangelist on his life. And now you go back to 1 Thessalonians, where we started. And we read... The letter is from Paul, Silas, and Timothy. And you go to chapter 2 and verse 5. For neither at any time did we use flattering words, as you know, nor a cloak for covetousness, God is witness. Again, he has to defend their ministering to them. Nor do we seek glory from men, either from you or from others, when we might have made demands, again, the privileges, when we might have made demands as what? Apostles of Christ. 
Paul, Silas, Timothy. The word is plural. Clearly, Silas and Timothy are counted as the apostles also. That was the ultimate. They were Silas had the gift of prophecy. Timothy was well-spoken, right? He had the gift as an evangelist. But ultimately, the prophecy led that they would replace, especially Timothy, younger Timothy, would replace as the older apostles died, God replaced. And he is included here as one who could have made demands. He says, we might have made demands. We, who? Paul, Silas, Timothy, as apostles of Christ. And then he goes on to talk about in verse 7, in 1 Thessalonians to verse 10, how they put aside what was due them. So the most important thing from this is that this office, this service, this designation, apostle, we've seen now how it's moved from a very small group, 12 who were with Jesus, who were taught by Jesus, clearly the highest meaning of that word apostle, who could say, we sat with him, we saw the loaves of bread multiplied, we saw him walk on the water. They were eyewitnesses from the baptism of John to the ascension. And they were called out to be sent out with the special purpose of bringing the gospel to the Jews first and then the Gentiles. Then you move from there to this wider group of others commissioned to go out. The work of the Lord to protect the doctrine. And who had also been witnesses of the resurrection. James, Paul, and as he says in 1 Corinthians, the other apostles. And then you move out to others who went out in the office of an apostle in a more general sense, like Barnabas, who went and established churches, like Silas. We don't know if they saw the risen Lord. And like Timothy, who we can pretty sure, based upon his age, his location, did not see the risen Lord, unless Jesus appeared to him in a special way, the way he appeared to Paul who are designated to bring out the apostolic teaching to protect the pure teaching of the word. He tells Timothy to watch the doctrine, to read, to train, to teach, preaching, establishing churches. Just listen to a couple of very quick scriptures to Timothy, and we'll close there. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace of that is in Christ Jesus, and the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Tell the truth. Tell the gospel. Teach the gospel. And train faithful men to do likewise. In 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, he says, This is a faithful saying, if a man desires the position of a bishop, he desires a good work. And he goes on to give all the qualifications to young Timothy for the bishops and the overseers and the deacons that were to be appointed in the church. Tremendous authority that he gave to this young man. In 1 Timothy chapter 5, in verse 19, he says to him, Do not receive an accusation against an elder except from two or three witnesses. Those who are sinning rebuke in the presence of all, that the rest also may fear God. I charge you before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels that you observe these things without prejudice, doing nothing with partiality. 
Do not lay hands on anyone hastily, nor share in other people's sins. Keep yourself pure. He's telling him here not to receive an accusation against an elder. It's as though Timothy was in a position to judge the elders of the church. He says, don't let anyone just come to you and bring an accusation. Let it be, he says here, from two or three witnesses. And then if you find the elder sinning, then rebuke him. Don't just accept anything anybody says. And I charge you before the elect, don't do this with partiality. Show no partiality. Don't lay hands on anyone hastily. Don't anoint to office hastily. Timothy is over the pastors and the elders in a sense. Because the people know the anointed of God is on him. Paul has laid hands upon him. He's bringing that apostolic ministry down to the next generation. So we've seen here a wider usage of the designation apostle. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Lord God, we pray that we would have clear understanding from your scriptures about the way your church and your offices and your gifts and the working should be. In Jesus' name, amen. You can write to us at Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle, P.O. Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. Or you can drop us an email. Our address is mailbox at shiar-jashub.org. Please join Pastor Greg Scalzo, author of the award-winning book, The Nature and Power of Prayer, next time on Shi'ar Jashub.